Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. It is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Wow. Welcome to Christ in the Chaos, where a pastor's kid and a kid's ministry director talk about raising a Christ-centered family. We're not sure we know what we're doing, but we are right in the thick of it. And this is how we're finding Christ in the Chaos. Hello and welcome back to Christ in the Chaos. I am still Kathleen and this is still done. Joel. Oh. It was supposed to be dun da da da. That's not my name, though. All right. What song is that? That's not my name. Mm. That's not a song. Mm. You know, everybody who everybody knows that's a song. Somebody out there is already singing it along with the my great. Well, it's, you know what people out there should do? Check in with their families. That's called a segue because I'm a professional. Good job. Thanks. We should check in with our families. Hey, family. How are you? I'm fine. I'm just fine. I'm fine. Um, the kids are good. We had a good day. Well, no, I guess I should say Levi's been a real, like, inspiringly turdy, almost three-year-old. And um, not like a bad boy. He's just, man, he's stubborn and he's got his own attitude. And we've been, it's been very challenging for the last couple of days. And his third birthday party is coming up this weekend. And it's just always I'm like not good at parties. So it's like a lot of work and not that fun for me. Um, I should just like not do it. <laughs> but I want him to have like, a, I have really good memories from birthdays when I was a kid. So I also, want him to have Also, we like those. to see our friends, all of whom listen to this. No, I mean, I do want <laughs> to see them, but not really in this setting because it's just, it's just a lot of work. I really want to see them. I really want them to see each other, which is why I do big parties. I don't actually get to see anyone. Fair enough. Except for my parents. Oh, I see plenty of them. I'm doing great. My parent, my mommy is coming to visit and she won't listen to this, uh, even though I've told her to, even though they have a six hour drive ahead of them. <laughs> they can listen to like is four this like episodes. the same thing as like when your mom doesn't remember your birthday for two years in a row? First of all, it was one year. Nope. It was two years in a row. It was not this last year. It was the two pre- previous years before. No. Yep. And shh, this is my check-in. Oh, sorry. How are you, Joel? Uh, yeah, I'm doing well, except for my wife making fun of my mom. I never make fun of your mom. Um, That's because no, my mom listens to the podcast, Joel. That's the difference. <laughs> I'm great. Things are great. The boys are funny boys. But other than that, I mean, things are going I cleaned well. up four pee accidents today, so... I didn't clean up any pee accidents Yeah, that's today. probably the difference between fine and great, by the way. The number uh, of pee accidents. There were no poop accidents. Though, also, so I, that. I've been sleeping good despite... Yes, Dane's we have both been, been sleeping a lot better. Dana's been doing better at sleeping parallel to us rather than <laughs> perpendicular to us, which really he still helps. still tries to steal my pillow. We are not like, like co-sleep people. We are. Our I barely tolerate you. Almost five year old climbs into bed with us, and we are both officially too lazy to take him back to his own bed. And it used to be that both of them were sleeping in the bed with us, but the little one has gotten settled in his own bed, and he's been really good at staying in it. So now it's just us and the the 
47-pound five-year-old, or almost five-year-old that sleeps in our bed. Who can always find your kidney with his heel? Yeah, it's no. a monster. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, he, I mean, now I'm just complaining about my kid, but he's great. He is fabulous. All right. Let's get to, do we have a topic today? Oh, yeah. So this week we're talking about the Lord's Prayer for normal people. Um, this kind of arose out of a Lord's Prayer sermon series that our senior pastor did over the last like seven weeks. And um, if you want to check out the full thing, you can find it at uh, gschurch.us backslash sermons. We'll put the link down in the, uh, it's down in the description. Oh, yes. They call that mm -hmm. episode notes or something like that. Something fancy. The doobly-doo. The doobly-doo down below. And um, what I do as part of kids ministry is I always take the big message and digest it and spit it back out for the kids. And um, so we made up our own Lord's Prayer. And when we did that Lord's Prayer for the adults, all of them were like, oh, that was so helpful. I forgot everything Pastor Todd said until you said that. And I was like, oh, we can probably do an in-betweeny informational yeah. thing that's more than just what we did for the kids, but is less than you know, seven full sermons. Because I think people, I mean, not that people don't understand the Lord's Prayer, right? They understand the words. They can recite it. A lot of people can recite it from memory even. Really fast. And they, yeah, they can, you can say the words and you know, like, oh, our Father who art in heaven. Like you can kind of put together what that means. But looking at the actual scripture and where it came from and what it means, even just a little bit, not necessarily a like, you know, theological, you know, seminary level deep dive into it, but just kind of a a better understanding of Putting what it is. Putting some meat on those bones. Yeah, what it is and where it came from and why do we even say the Lord's Prayer? Why do we use the Lord's Prayer? Where does this come from? I think a lot, we got really good feedback or you got really, I wasn't, I didn't participate, got good feedback on your, on that series and helping people understand, oh, that's why we do that. Okay, so, and I also promised, promised Pastor Todd that I would say, that if we say anything theologically wrong, that that was not based on his sermon series and just our mistake. <laughs> or we're right. Maybe. Um, so the Lord's Prayer comes straight from Scripture. I like this is one of the things I said over and over again to the kids. I love when Jesus gives like a super straight answer that I don't have to like have a like theology degree to like understand. So they basically what, wait, wait, there were two farmers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. he, they said, how do we pray? And he said, pray like this. And this is from Matthew uh, six, nine starting. He says, pray then like this, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name and goes through the whole Lord's prayer. Um, except for when you get to deliver us from evil, um, Lutherans and many other traditions. Um, add for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, um, which honestly, I don't know much about. Um, and I don't know like why we do that or why, you know, people can say it's not biblical. It's clearly not biblical, um, but it doesn't feel disruptive in any way. It feels like a nice way to finish off that prayer. It's just a um, kind of a way to end prayers. So you can, what we do in our tradition is we say it together. And in fact, in our church, we say it in a very traditional way using very like kind of old English language. Um, our father who art in heaven. The reason we actually decided to do that, which I think is super interesting, is because while many things we present to um, seekers and new people um, in a way that's more digestible and understandable using more common language, this has so much prevalence in culture 
that people actually tend to know the Our Father who art in heaven. Um, it is something that is so big um, that even people who are new to Christianity or have not been in a Christian church um, have some frame of reference for it, and they're more comfortable saying it in the traditional way. That's yeah. been our experience anyway, and that's why we've decided to do that. So you can pray it literally, or... It also can act as a roadmap for your more off-the-cuff prayers. Um, and we'll go into it more as we go through the bits of the actual Lord's Prayer. We'll talk about how you can use them to not strictly say these word for word. As jumping off points. As jumping off points to get to thoughts if you get stuck in your own prayers. So to kind of get started, what I wanted to do was do the kids version. And I don't have it in front of me, but I am going to do it because I've done it probably 200 times now (laughs) since we started it. Um, So here's the version that we taught the kids. Our Father, who art in heaven. Hi, Dad. Hallowed be thy name. You so totally rock. Thy kingdom come. You're in charge. Thy will be done. Have it your way on earth as it is in heaven. Bring it now, now, now. Give us this day our daily bread. Help us help you and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Bye-bye grudges. Bye-bye revenge. And lead us not into temptation. Get us ready, but deliver us from evil. Not today, Satan, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I think it's important to note that you did all of the hand motions <laughs> with that. It helps me remember. That's it why makes, I do hand I'm motions just saying, with it almost makes for everything. really good podcasting. Um, <laughs> um, so, oh, hey, we could do a uh, Instagram video of the whole hand motion. We'll have to. Mm. But for right now, let's just break down <laughs> those elements. So... The Lord's Prayer is essentially like has two major themes. Um, we're praying for God to bring his kingdom. His kingdom is, is established on earth and we're praying it full realization onto earth. And then um, we're praying to be equipped to be kingdom bringers. And the way I look at it, it's broken down into four parts. Who are you talking to? What are we asking for? How can God equip us to help and why? Um, so pretty easily, we just start with the who. Our Father who art in heaven. Hi, Dad. Um, and there's kind of three points that I focused on with regard to that with the kids. Um, when we say father, we mean somebody who is like a father, somebody who is close to us, who loves us, who has our best interests yeah. at heart. It's the not word, like some like magic floating light in the sky. It's somebody who's like your dad. The word Jesus used was Abba. Papa. Which, yeah, which means daddy or dad. Or he didn't say our father. He didn't say, oh, oh father. Oh, great father. He said, hi, Abba. dad. Is it Abba? I don't know what it would actually have been. I just know that that is it another It might term. not. That's what my dad always said it was. Yes. So, and aside from it being someone who is close to us like a father, they are not like our earthly dad. Um, so, we all have somewhere in the world or have had somewhere in the world an earthly dad. And or he, earthly parent. We brought that up with the kids um, that we all have different versions of dad and different versions of it's either grandpa or uncle or man that acts like a dad or mom that does both jobs or grandma that does both jobs or whatever. But the point is they're all kind of terrible um, <laughs> that we all are flawed. Imperfect. Okay. I'm sorry. They're all imperfect and um, they all make mistakes. Um, but th- this is a, this is not your earthly father. This is your heavenly father. This is the one that loves you perfectly and always. And um, so that it, that's who we're talking to. We're talking to somebody who loves us awesomely. And then, 
the last one thing about who it is um, is it's not one of many gods. We're talking about that true creator, one true God. Um, and that that is central to this as well. Yeah. And not just the one true God, but the, the holy God. Hallowed be thy name. Yes. So hallowed be thy name. That, you so totally yeah. rock. <laughs> I actually think in terms of explaining it to the kids, this was the hardest part because hallowed be thy name. It's not even like. It's like the second layer of things that most people don't understand. Um, when somebody like a theologian explains it, they're like, well, it means that God is holy. Um, and the, the most people will then look at you and be like, what does that mean? Um, and the way I really ca- well, yeah. most people say, I don't know what holy means. I didn't. I have done so much reading to try to understand the concept of holy. And the best way I could describe it to the kids is I tell them, you know, people are like, eh, and God is like, Oh. Yeah, he's he's great. He's perfect. <laughs> and that he's seems to be the holy. best way to communicate it. Um and so he's perfect and powerful and it's and it's just something that's good to remember at the beginning of the prayer. So that's why we yeah. say you so totally rock. It's not regular guacamole. It's, it's holy, holy guacamole. guacamole. I feel like people know what that word means, but I, there we go. I think it's a hard thing to describe to a kid, especially, you know, they're very literal. Um and I also personally am kind of like that. Um, if somebody says, like, you know, did you think it meant he was full of holes? No, I just didn't have a good working definition. Now I have a if you ask me to describe it with real words and not eh and oh, I don't I I can't do it very well. But I think that that does get the, the point across. And that's why we say you so totally rock. Yeah, this is where Christ reminds us. Right. First, who are we talking to? And then praise. Right. We. We give God praise. So again, if you're like Joel, stuck and not sure what to say in your prayer, I love people who go, oh, I don't know how to pray. And then they give beautiful prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm We like, had that happen recently to a friend of uh, yeah. ours. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to pray. And then I babble. <laughs> Babbling is great prayer. But Listen to episode three. If you don't know where to go, the next step is you're talking to God, right? You remind yourself who you're talking to and then tell God what you think of him, <laughs> right? Yes. Dear God. You are great. You are wonderful. You are merciful. You are really upsetting me right now. Whatever it is that you need to say about God, about the who, right? Because we're it's the first W, the who. And let's get to the next W, which is... Uh, what do we want? Um, the kingdom come. That's what we the want. King, the kingdom to come. I'm sorry. Were you expecting an answer? <laughs> um, we she want... was waiting for an echo, and there just wasn't a crowd here. The studio audience let us down. So, um... That kingdom come uh, is, uh, well, the first thing I ask the kids is, uh, what is a kingdom? What is a kingdom, Joel? I would say this is the most complicated part. Way more complicated than holy because I don't think in modern times, I think we have an understanding or a conception of what it means to be holy and good. I don't think we have a conception of what it means to live in a kingdom. Okay. Well, what is a kingdom? Well, a kingdom is where the king is in charge. Yes. And the king can do things like you read stories of olden times where the king would make their donkey the ambassador to France or something. Yes. And everybody just went, okay, okay the king, because God. the king did it. And you just, I mean, it's, that's what we're asking for. We're asking for the kingdom to come. And that's why we say that kingdom come, you're in charge. Um, and actually, this was another easier one for the kids. Thy will be done. Once they understood that thy will be done meant have it your way. Um, we didn't spend a lot of time explaining that one. Um, God's way is the I way we want it to be. We'll point out what they didn't understand was your reference to that Burger King commercial. 
uh, that was the best <laughs> part. Try. The best part of all there's these lessons no was you went, have, have it, it your, your way. way. And they all looked at you and went, have it why your would way. we say it like that? That's a weird way to say it. But I okay. I didn't even really mean it to be a reference to the Burger King thing, but I couldn't not hear it when I said it, to be yeah. fair. Um, on earth as it is in heaven, uh, bring it now, now, now. Um, it being the kingdom. kingdom. Um, Knowing that we don't have to wait to die to be um, kingdom bringers. Yeah. Um, Christ said the kingdom of heaven is nigh. Now. <laughs> now, we're we're not going to heaven. You are supposed to be living in heaven. So if you're doing it right, the kingdom of heaven is nigh. now. And then following the outline, this is where we ask God what he wants. What does God want us to do? Who are we talking to? What do we think of him? Okay, God, tell me what your will is. Tell me what you want. Put me on the right path. I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm going. What do you want? What is your will? And how do I make your will happen on this planet? And you can say it, and then you can sit there and listen for an answer for an extended period of time, which we are not going to awkwardly make you do in the middle of this podcast. But those are questions that have answers. And Mm -hmm. um, he may reveal them to you when you're much older. Or he may reveal them to you by some sort of vision in that moment. And all of those are valid responses Mm -hmm. to that continuing prayer. So that's the who, what, and the when. Let's get to the how. The next thing we ask for is give us this day our daily bread. Which I could afford to miss. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) How is God going to equip (laughs) us to be kingdom bringers? Give us this day our daily bread is help us help you. So give me what we need. Give us what we need because it is a corporate prayer. Ooh, that's an important thing that I just a little caveat. Um, one of the kids very brilliantly asked me, why does it say us? Why does it say um, forgive us our trespasses? And because this is a prayer meant to be prayed together. Um, I mean, you can pray it at home by yourself. And I'm pretty sure Jesus is still going to be pretty happy about it. But this is definitely written and was given to us as a corporate prayer. Do, 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 do. Back to the um, topic. <laughs> Give us this day our daily bread. How are we going to be equipped to be kingdom bringers? Uh, We need to be able to survive. We need to be provided for. We need the the literal daily bread, the shelter, the food, the the water, the the things that keep us sustained. But we also need the spiritual things um, Mm -hmm. that we need. And we get them. Um, We get them. Uh, Matthew 7, 7 and 8 is ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock, knock and the door will be open to you. For anyone who asks who seeks and he who seeks will find. Okay. Uh, Point being. He literally said, you're going to get it if you ask for it. And Mm -hmm. that does not mean you're going to get the Lamborghini. What that means is your daily bread, the thing that you need to do to do my job for you, you are going to get. And that makes sense because he knows what you need for the job that he has for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so all of that is about just us being equipped at the base level to do the job that God has for us. Give us Mm -hmm. this day our daily bread. Yeah. So. Right. We got we asked what God wanted and now we can tell God what we think we need. Right. What do we need? What are you asking God for to help you do your job? What do you need, Joel? A nap? I don't know. I feel like it's totally valid to ask God for a nap. (laughs) Dear God, please make my two year old be quiet so I can take a nap. I have I have prayed it. I have prayed it. I have prayed. Help me fall asleep right now. I need sleep right now. Help me fall asleep. You're you're allowed to ask God for what you need in your life to keep going. It's okay to ask God for stuff. Um, I know God, 
God's not a genie. We don't rub the lamp and get the Lamborghini, as Kathleen likes to say. Um, hey, that rhymed. But, it <laughs> on but it's okay to ask. It's okay to open up and say, hey, I I need some help. I need something. I need this, you know, to survive. And yeah. And like I said before, he knows what you need to do the job that he is calling you to do. So the next bit of how we can be equipped to be kingdom bringers um, is forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Bye-bye grudges. Bye-bye revenge. And this one, I actually had to go back into the sermon notes to figure (laughs) out because I didn't teach it with a lot of depth to the kids. Um, I taught them that they needed to forgive people for real. So what I lost in teaching it to the kids was the idea that our forgiveness can't happen the way it needs to happen until we receive the forgiveness of God. And um, there's a difference between saying the words, I know I am forgiven or I am forgiven or my sins, you know, Jesus died for my sins and putting, not literally, but putting your metaphoric hands out there to take it and to receive it into your heart and to know that it's true at your core. Um, Because when you do that, it enables you to forgive others. And if we are going to be bringing the kingdom, we have to receive that forgiveness so that we can forgive and love others the same way. Um, So the practical back end of that is bye-bye grudges, bye-bye revenge. You cannot bring the kingdom and hold grudges against people. You cannot bring the kingdom and hold resentment. You cannot bring the, the kingdom and be seeking revenge. It is, you can't do it. It's hard letting go of things, but you need to, I guess. It's not hard. Once you have received the <laughs> forgiveness of, like, that, that, is, that is the idea. Oh, you're that, so good. That's, well, that's taking the step back. If you really look at it, if you receive that forgiveness, it changes your heart. And I sometimes need to ask for forgiveness, and this would be the point where you can, if you feel like you need forgiveness, or even if you don't, maybe, right, we've asked, now we've asked God for what we think we need, and now we need to ask God for what we really need. Um, and list Ooh, that off, was very good. List off our... Right. This is confession time. This is forgiveness time. If you can't think of anything else to say, start listing all the things you did wrong today (laughs) and you'll have the longest prayer in history. Or maybe that's just me. So you got anything to Matt? Not that I'm listing on the podcast. Okay, fair enough. Stay tuned for that came up, though. (laughs) I'm really nervous because he's not telling me what he's doing for it this year or this whatever. (laughs) Okay. Week. Um, Okay. So we have... The thing, as Joel put it, we think we need, which is our daily bread. The thing we actually need, which is the forgiveness of God. And um, the last one is lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Oh, we haven't gotten to deliver us. people. Lead us not into temptation. Um, commonly misunderstood to imply that God might actually be some sort of tricky dude that's trying to lead us into some sort of temptation. I never took it as that. I always took it as just awkward phrasing of, hey, I'm walking towards this cliff if you could point me in the right direction, that'd be great. I think a better way of saying it, if I'm understanding um, the, if I'm understanding it properly, uh, uh, what do we say? Lead us not into temptation, get us ready, would be um, help me, help my heart to be right so that when temptation comes, I'm ready for it. Um, not like, don't lead me to temptation. It's that prepare me for the temptations that will inevitably come so that when they come, um, I do not fall to them. So that's why instead of saying, like, don't tempt me, we say, get us ready. Prepare us for those temptations. Yeah, this is be with me. 
This is step step two or step three uh, of the 12 steps of I can't do this on my own. I can with God's help, right? This You have asked for forgiveness and now being forgiven and ready to go out into the world, you're ready to go out in the world and you don't want to go alone. Yes. So yeah, okay. Yes. Lead me not into temptation. Walk with me. And when I'm walking towards the cliff, point me in the right direction. Yes. Um, the next part is, but deliver us from evil, um, which we say not today, Satan, which I really liked because it was very like culturally relevant and really made the point with the kids, um, which is hashtag meme prayer. Yeah, it was a meme prayer, but it was like Satan is real um, and spiritual warfare is real. And it's not something that I actually try to amp it up a little bit in kids ministry so that that they're aware that they should be praying in the spiritual realm. Um, and this is like our little reminder that, that not only do we need what we need, our daily bread, do we need what we really need, our forgiveness, that we need the preparation for temptation, but that we need to be living in the spiritual realm, asking for the Holy Spirit's help and fighting off what's attacking us yeah. on a spiritual Clothed level. Clothed in the armor of God. And yes, that is exactly where we are, armor of God. So Ephesians, I think it's Ephesians 6, is a good place um, if you're doing a guided prayer, um, you can go straight to Ephesians 6 and just and pray ask that. for all those things. Ask for yeah. those belts of truths and shield. I don't know what they are. Swords of, sort of, dang, I should know them all. I had it memorized last summer, but they are all gone I'm right now. I'm not editing any of that out. I know. All right. <laughs> so that's sort of the spirit. That's who, what, when, where. Nope, there's nowhere. It was <laughs> who, what, who we're when. speaking to, uh, what we're asking for how we're going to be equipped to help. And now we're going to get into the why. So I don't have like a whole lot to say towards the end of the prayer. And here's the, here's my confession. Um, That's because I haven't listened to his last sermon. This is my confession. And I didn't teach it to the kids because we were uh, bumping up on um, doing the prayer for the, um, the big people. And, but here's the one thing I will say is that um, I actually use the refrain for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever on a regular basis. And I, that is my, um, when I get wrapped up in ministry and how like, Oh, I nailed that. Or, Oh, that was so good. Or oh, like when I am just super into myself because like the party that I put on was life changing and the prayer that I did was awesome. And the kids are really getting it. I, my way of bringing myself, my mantra back to myself is for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory that it is not under my power that it is not for my purpose and that it is not for my glory that I'm doing the things <laughs> really that I'm puts doing. A bow on it. Yeah, it's a great bow. And for me, it's a great <laughs> get over yourself, Demant. Like, that's just yeah. my moment to come back. But it's also just a good, I'm awkward at ending prayers. So <laughs> how do I end this prayer? Oh, I know. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever That's, and ever. That is so the like old school grew up in the religion thing of like, oh, I can just finish it off this way. No, I just well, when you're you know, again, if you're using the outline to help you pray better or pray more often, the ending can be awkward. And just reminding yourself, bringing it all back to the why, the why, yeah. the who, the why, the I am. Mm -hmm. Right. God is God. Um, and you just, you know, thine is the power of the kingdom, the glory forever. Amen. So um, if you want to uh, memorize the kids version, the whole point of that was that it was supposed to be like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song where you couldn't hear the words of 
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Reindeer, without thinking the other thing. Um, so from now on forever, when I hear our, our Father who art in heaven, my brain will always go, hi, Dad. Um, and hopefully yours will too. All right. Let's get to... So that came up. All right. So our that came up this week isn't about kids. It's about relationships. I'm very nervous. Because <laughs> you won't we had a relationship thing come up. Uh, and I think it comes back to, hey, man, we should have done an episode about communication. <laughs> um, so we had in our life a discussion about honesty in relationships and how hiding things, even little things, yeah. can really mess up a relationship. And I just kind of had a like... I was thinking about, man, what is it that I'm hiding from my wife that I should be sharing? And so I gave her a list of, I verbally said, hey, look at me. Here are a list of things that I haven't been totally honest with you about. Things that were so private and embarrassing, I had been hiding them from my wife. I did not tell anybody the contents That's of the list. That's not true. Because I was standing there when you were describing this conversation to someone and you said, and then Joel thought about it and so he said to me hey wife and then you started listing things I and i had to interrupt you list. i had to okay, interrupt I'm sorry. you i'm gonna tell the podcast the one thing that i listed no whoa no. whoa whoa you are literally about to list something that i told you in confidence no. as something that i was too embarrassed to tell my wife this and is I not think fair it's because well, now I'm going to have to tell everyone in person no, because you're not going to let me tell it on the podcast. It's not that big of a deal. I appreciate. This makes it sound like you have ED. No, I just, I appreciate your forgiveness that it's not a big deal. And it probably wasn't. It wasn't like, you know, I've been chatting with girls or something. It was, it, but how your spouse communicates, and we should really do love languages, but how your spouse communicates is something that you have to to deal with day in and day out and you communicate very differently than I do. We and it would never occur to you that like, oh, I shouldn't share Joel's medical diagnoses <laughs> that he finds embarrassing and personal. I'll just tell him to everybody. You know, because you would share yours. I have scriptural basis for this. Uh, I would share mine. <laughs> I, um, I know. I'm not saying that's that you're I doing am. anything bad. And I'm saying that I would never tell anyone we are to, anything you told to me. To become one. So your secrets are my secrets. So and keep them. I keep my secrets. I keep your secrets. That's not how secrets. privilege works, in case you were wondering. Actually, spousal privilege can be invoked by the, the speaker. Oh, yeah. While you're married. That is true. Oh, legal. Well, that is true. All right. Well, the good news is, is I forgive you because you were just being honest. And that's something I love about you. We actually talked about that today, that I, I love that you're honest and you have integrity there. We were talking about the college scandal, which to me is just like so antithetical to who I am the fact that people have done it and like like they it's just really bad and I just can't get over it all right let's uh let's say the Lord's Prayer on our way out how about you say it and I'll do the kids echoes all right father who art in heaven hi dad hallowed be thy name you so totally rock thy kingdom come you're in charge thy will be done have it your way. On earth as it is in heaven. Bring it now, now, now. Give us this day our daily bread. Help us help you. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Bye-bye grudges. Bye-bye revenge. And lead us not into temptation. Get us ready. But deliver us from evil. 
Not today, Satan. For For thine thine is the kingdom kingdom, and the the power power and the the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please take a second to rate and subscribe to this podcast. It helps others to find us and to be hashtag blessed by the discussions that we have here. If you want to contact us, you can reach us on Instagram at Christ in the Chaos, or you can email us at Christ in the Chaos pod at email.com. Until next week, we hope you have a peaceful week. But even if you don't, remember that you can find us and Jesus waiting for you in the chaos.